Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits, and let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. You know, we definitely have someone who's going to help us all go beyond our limits. Hello, Wynn Kelly Charles. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Show. Thank you for having me on. You have a wonderful story to tell us. And not such a wonderful story to tell us. I have to mm. say that this is going to be bittersweet, and I mm. don't want to sugarcoat this. I want this to no. be real, but you are no, amazing. No, you don't want to, to sugarcoat what's, what has gone on and why I wrote the book. So, no, we don't want to yes. sugarcoat it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. This is this is a tender issue. This is your life we're talking about. So when start us off where in your life you want us to begin so we can ultimately understand who you are. And, folks, we will be talking and referencing her book, I Win, and another book. But when where in your life do you want us to want us to pop in? Well, basically, I would like you guys to understand what cerebral palsy is. And now, okay. that said, cerebral palsy is a traumatic brain injury, so to speak. I have a level 5 and a level 4 brain bleed, a level 5 on the left side and a level 4 on the right side. How a child acquires cerebral palsy or anyone acquires cerebral palsy is through lack of oxygen at birth. So Mm. I was diagnosed with cerebral palsy in 87. And wow. at that time, I was born in Aspen, Colorado, as I mentioned in my book. And at that time, they didn't have the resources to take care of me, wow. in a sense. So I was, immediately after I was stabilized, I was flown out to Denver, Denver Children's Hospital where I spent the next six months of my life. I was born in June, came home at Christmas time, and therefore I was diagnosed with cerebral palsy. <clears throat> and so I, it may sound like I have a little bit of cold, but I land up having a speech impediment uh-huh. because because of the brain bleeds. Now you were you said 1987. You were uh, diagnosed. When were you born? I was 
born in June. I was probably diagnosed in June. Okay, so immediately. This has been the life you have known then. This is not, Yeah. you didn't transition. Yeah, no, 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 no. Discovery this then. has oh. been the life I've known, and this has been the life I will continue to know until the day I die. Now, granted, uh, people with cerebral palsy can live a normal lifespan. Okay. So I didn't acquire this disability. I got it at birth. This is a um, disability I'm used to coping with on a daily basis. So I don't know that that makes it better or worse, and I'm curious as to you being you and you looking at a world that does not have cerebral palsy and some of your friends and acquaintances that do, what do you think of this life that you were born into? Why do I think I was born into this life? I don't I don't know. That is a curiosity kill to cut question <laughs> that I cannot answer. But I will tell you one thing. I was lucky enough to be mainstreamed um, in the in an able-bodied classroom, and for my sports crew that's listening to this interview today, they they get why I say that. And I was lucky enough to be mainstreamed, and so I was never placed in a segregated in ugh, in a segregated. Mm classroom um, with special needs kids. I was always placed in the able-bodied classroom. I might have been pulled out for speech therapy and occupational therapy and physical therapy, but I was placed in a able-bodied classroom all the way until I graduated college. Awesome. And so I was never teased. So when you asked me that question, uh, that threw me for a loop, honestly, because <laughs> I was always, I was always brought up as a bodied woman, despite my little disability called cerebral palsy. So let's just leap on that for a moment. Do you believe that the method by which people approached you and you responded is one of the most helpful methods to adjust to any disability? Or is that just too grandiose of a statement? Yes. Yes, I do. I do. I do um, believe. And I st- you might be surprised by this fact. I did not grow up with the American Disabilities Act. Because I was born in 87, and the Americans with Disabilities Act did not come into effect in, um, until 1991. And out in Colorado, where I live, it's still not in effect. So mm-hmm. um, I did not grow up with the Americans with Disabilities Act behind me. So therefore, my parents and my 
family had to be trailblazers in my own life to just to get what I needed. And they did everything in their power. We're still doing everything in all power to get what I need. Wow, that is quite a... And do you think that the Disability Act, if it had been available in 87, if it were available in Colorado, would make your life easier in some ways, not as good in other ways? And and what are those ways? Okay. It would <laughs> have... <laughs> you still mean the loop? Again. Again. <laughs> You know, when while you're thinking of your answer, I'm thinking that people are going to turn into this radio show that are parents wondering what to do. And yes. individuals yes. in your situation, so, cerebral uh, palsy as That's why well. I'm trying to think of a creative answer here. So, yes, I do. I do think, um, I do think it would have helped in some ways. But here's the problem. The problem is we are so focused on getting these kids, and I say kids because cerebral palsy is not adult disability. You grow into it. You get it as a child. We are so focused on getting these kids functioning, and I say functioning, that we are so focused on the diagnosis that we don't look at what these kids could achieve. Well said. Whereas in my generation, they looked at what, along with the diagnosis, they looked at what these kids could achieve. Hmm. That is a stark difference, Lynn. I mean, that's huge. So parents that are simultaneously negotiating this, they need to say, our child is equipped with so much, and let's make sure we yes. pay attention to yes. all that equipment and, and advance And please it. don't listen to the doctors who say your child needs to go into a home, hmm. into a home. And the reason why I say that is because my um, doctors at the time automatically told my parents this child will never be able to walk, will never be able to talk, will never be able to feed herself, will never be able to function, put this child in a home. And so to all those parents and all those educators um, out there, don't listen to those doctors Hmm. because these kids have more to give than you can shake a stick at. And I also hold an educational degree. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. So, therefore, I'm coming from uh, personal experience slash uh, edu- educator's experience. Now, you have also grown up during the incredible evolution of technology. And, <sighs> I mean, how, how yes. has that made life more doable? Because you talk about all sorts of different technological things that you can use and make your life doable on your Facebook. I use use adaptive technology. I have have spent hours and hours and hours with adaptive 
technology. And it's funny you should say that. I have spent hours and hours with speech dictation. Do you know what speech dictation really works? Yes. Now, your viewers will be... This is amazing. Your viewers will be surprised by this one. Apple's Siri. <laughs> Apple's Siri, and yes, you can write a book on Apple's Siri. It takes a long time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but because all these, um, now if you want to go the cheaper end of it, I would recommend Dragon Naturally Speaking. But because of my speech impediment, all these dictation programs don't recognize my speaking. <laughs> ah. Shoot. Shoot. So what do you do? And yeah, so what do you so do? What I've, what I've found is Apple's Siri immediately right out of the box recognizes speech impediment. Wow. I had no idea. So as a consequence, and Apple Siri, wow, this is quite a, a promotion for them. Have they taken advantage of knowing this? Uh, no, no, no. Oh my goodness. They, they don't know. They don't know. And that's um, that's one of the things I do mention and I win. And, and that's how I wrote uh, for some odd word manuscript also in my young adult novel, The View from My Hills. Because I use speech dictation. So, so you basically, your I speak it. I use on my iPhone. I use it on my all Mac laptops come with it. All new iPads come with it. This is so fascinating. Okay, you know, you know, when I think that we need to contact Apple and let them know that you're there promoting their product in this really very profound way because yeah. uh, because this changes lives. It changes uh, the way parents can communicate to children, children to parents, educators, uh, you to the world. Um, and this, this is a life changer, and we, we need to get Apple to know about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, some someone else said that to me a couple months ago. They they said, "Does Apple know that you're doing this via their technology?" I go, "No," and so um, so that's assistive technology is actually really great. But I would not recommend these parents go out and spend the thousands and thousands of the dollars on these buyer voices or what else is out there now. I don't know. And Dragon, naturally speaking, works. Apple's Siri works, and that's about it. So those wow, you tried it all. have speech impediment. So you have tried it all, and you know. What, what do you do in terms of technology in your body? In terms of technology in my body, I have, well, I have metal in my body. I have no technology in my body whatsoever. All um, all my technology is outside my body, thank God. 
I just have metal um, plates in my back, metal um, screws in my back, metal rods in my back, metal rods in my um, metal plates in my feet. <laughs> I'm the bionic woman, and yes, you are. people have said that to me as a joke. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so I have no um, technology inside my body whatsoever. I see. And so, how, how does the metal assist? How do those that that skeletal well, support assist? Well, um. If if I didn't have the I got the medal in my back, which I mentioned in I which I mentioned in my book, I got the medal in my back because of really bad scoliosis. By the okay. time I got di- I got diagnosed with scoliosis, I think. I was 12 when I got diagnosed with scoliosis. I can't, I can't remember. And okay. by the time I went to the doctor in April, I went to the doctor in April. I came back in six months. My scoliosis curve had gone from 30 degrees 30 degrees to 50 degrees. Oh, wow. Which means it's now pressing on the internal organs. Oh, dear. Which means without the surgery, I basically wouldn't be dead. And now, when I look back on that surgery, I wish they had given me alternative options. And the reason why I say that is because I, when I went in for surgery on June 14, 2006, after graduating high school in May, I was a fully able-bodied woman walking independently. Hmm. By the time I came out of that surgery, I was paralyzed with, well, semi-paralyzed, with nerve damage, they let oh, my dear. spine go dead for oh, twenty no. years, and I am the youngest person to survive propofol infusion syndrome, which means your blood has allergic reaction to the anesthesia, oh, dear. and your blood gets acidic. Wow. And this is all when I was 18. Wow. I spent three days in the ICU fighting. I spent 11 days in Denver Children's. 
I um, I spent my 19th birthday in a hospital bed. Mm. And as a result, I still have a fairly bad back to this day. Mm-hmm. And I am on a walker as a result of the surgery. Oh, my goodness. And is this because the technology was so new? Was it because it wasn't done right? Was it because... It's what because is the... it, it wasn't done right. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. It's because... Um, it, the doctors are completely at fault. It's oh the technology isn't new. The technology isn't new. The um, the doctors are completely at fault. My goodness. How do you deal with the the bitterness or the anger or the feeling <laughs> of powerlessness over this incompetence and these circumstances? Well, well, I'm making best out of a bad, very bad situation. I am, I am living life to the fullest, despite my situations. Ugh. And I um, say situations with an S because that's only one of them. Uh, the other one I mm. will mention, which is. Okay. And so um and so I live life to the fullest. I seize life by the horns. I wow. do adaptive snowboarding. I do I write books. I am motivational speaker. I am a teacher of preschoolers. I yeah. So I pretty much live a bold bodied life. Your uh, intro to, I mean, part of your title of your book is uh, My Journey as a Disabled Woman Living in a Non-Disabled World. Um, yeah. Are you, do you often feel like you are looking at able-bodied people without metal in their body and wondering why in the world they're so whiny or why they're so defeated. Why yep. they think life yep. is so... Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, Adult, adult pity parties drive me nuts. And the support crew that's out there listening today, and I have support all across the country for I win and all across the country for the view for my health, and the support crew that's out there listening today knows that adult pity parties, adult able-bodied pity parties, drive me nuts. Oh, <laughs> because yeah. it's like when people complain about a hangnail, they take it on Facebook and they complain about a hangnail, or they complain about their children having a tentative, and I'm like, you don't know what I have to do on a daily basis just to sit up. And that being said, you won't ever find a fat a fat person with cerebral palsy. Why is that? We have 
the higher metabolism because we exert so much energy to sit up and speak. Oh, yes. So you won't ever find an obese person with cerebral palsy. Wow. I had not really thought of that. That's true. I've I've known a lot of people. One of my closest friends in um, in graduate school actually had cerebral palsy, and you're actually correct. Wow. I, at least from my point of view. You know, if, if I, you have a book called When Charles, The View from My Heels. Is this a new book, or what is the status of that? That's a... I, okay, I win was for the adults. I did I win as a form of grief therapy after losing my mom four years ago to a brain uh-huh. an, to a brain aneurysm. Oh, my goodness. And so that was one of the hardest things anyone would have joined, oh my gosh. including me, <laughs> because oh. she was my everything. She was my best friend. She was my aide. She was my everything. Wow. So, and I, yes, and a lot of people don't know this, and it will be public in my second um book in my second um, book of I Win called I Win 2, which will be, I will start doing that in February. And okay. a lot of people do not know this, but I had to watch my mother die. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, oh. yeah. And that is every single day, not a day goes by that I don't um, miss my mom tremendously. Oh, yes. And so that is the main reason why I wrote I Win. So I Win was after your mother passed? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And the view from my heels? The view from my heels is a new teen novel. Teen novel. Mm. It's not for the adults, unless the adults want to read it. Um, It's more geared towards empowerment of teens. Wow. So that teens can see the light um, at the end of the tunnel mm. and be open with their own disabilities. Wow. And hey. so that's what we're trying to make, the view from the hills. And um, the view from series, I say series, is going, the view from my hills is actually a part of a ten-book novel series. Wow, and you have the Beautiful Hill is the first one. And oh, all wow. using speech dictation. <laughs> yes. 
the view from my heels book cover that you have on your Facebook is it's ironic. It makes me simultaneously go, oh, you know, it's like and, and well, then, that's and just a simple. That's just a simple <laughs> one. I actually, oh. I actually got a publishing deal on Christmas Eve. So oh, I am under. Um, I am under a traditional publisher now, a small um, press publisher for the View for My Health. So that is just the temporary one. My original plan was to self-publish the View for My Health just like I win. Yes. But now um, now we are... um, under a publishing deal. The cover that I'm talking about, folks, you have to go on her Facebook. Her Facebook is, can I share that? Is that all right? Yes. Yes. It's author go ahead. Win K, yeah, author Wynn K. Charles, is that correct? And yes. um, that's how it's appearing, although you can put your, her name in, uh, Wynn Kelly Charles. But this book has six-inch heels on it, beautiful black <laughs> Um, that's six inch heels. That's just a temporary cover. That's well, that, just a temporary cover. We'll see. We'll see what my publisher comes up with. We'll see well, when, what my when, publisher comes up with. When the reason that I'm kind of referencing the cover is because it. I, I'm thinking about how many times do you, do you win actually put six inch heels on and wa- and walk around. It is part of it. And never, we just had our we just never, had our prom here. I'm laughing, I'm laughing as you say that. Never in my life, and exactly. and because never in my life would other other people will people will tell you I am a fashionista. I am a ah. little bit of a fashionista. Thank you to my mommy for that one. But yeah. I never in my life would I put six-inch heels on and walk around. I can barely walk around in ballet flat with old six-inch heels. Exactly. So and again, I, one of the things that, that, that teen, teenage girls whimper about are, Oh my heels and, and my skinny enough and and oh uh, the, my the God. Got these six inch oh heels my on God. Oh God! You're you're delving into this book. You're delving into this book. Oh my God! I I never actually thought about I never thought about that. So so that's why I am written this book because quite frankly I would suck sick and tired of writing about myself that um that it lands up it lands up I needed to empower the next generation. Oh my gosh, yes. And I'm in the and the ambulatory and the non ambulatory, the uh enough of the whining everybody, there's so much that you can make out of your life that yes. if you start looking at what all your troubles are and we all have them uh, what your troubles are, you're not going to ever get yourself into really manifesting everything that you are here to be able to create and contribute. Um, so now let's make a little bit of a shift, when, and that is when or how or 
what was the process for you waking up and saying, I'm, I'm going to make a big difference in this world. My, my life, what I've been given, which isn't all great, I intend to make a big difference in this world. Well, um, well, it started in preschool, and it started with a loss of a classmate of mine to childhood leukemia, which would, um, which really opened all eyes to how great life was. And that being said, I am still very close to that family. And it will go public, and I win too. And so I discovered that I was different by the age of six. Okay. Because all my able-bodied friends were running around and skating on a pond and walking independently, and I was still coping with my um, body. And so by the time I was seven, I realized, okay, this is what I now have to deal with. By the time I was in seventh grade, I landed up having a conversation with my mom on the way to school. At the time, I was going to a private school, and she said to me, and I remember exactly where we were and exactly how she said it. And this is public in my one. And so she said, you have a disability. It is called cerebral palsy. It is, I'm sorry, it's called CP. And that's the way she left it. Well, um, long story short, not until I got in high school did I investigate my own disability. Interesting. And so I realized when I investigated my own disability to prepare a speech, I think, did I realize what the big monster, the big monster of the call letters that were presented to me was of CP. And so, and my mother um, fought to get everything in her power to the day she died for me. And then it landed up, and it landed up, I am...
still taking over her charges, and I am speaking for those on behalf of those who can cannot speak today. And that is why I did I win for myself, and now I'm doing I, the view for my hills, but I'm also letting those who can't speak for themselves finally speak for themselves. Okay, so you mean you're 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 uh, you're writing a book for? I'm sorry, when you say those with CP who can't speak for themselves, that you are their voice in terms I, of your book I and also their, in terms of your work with them. I am their voice. I fight every t- every chance I get for the disabled, not only for myself and. I because there's so um, there's so many huge misconceptions that I'm trying to break about all disabilities, hmm. and through my own disability, I did I win for myself. It turned um, it has turned in. To a small little green monster that I can't, I can't control now, because people want to come on to what I have to say. Huh? What do you mean by what? Like, I, I don't know what examples you want to give. This is a, you know, clearly like, a, a, something you have to negotiate. Yeah. I am. I give you an example. On the first, um, when you look at my book, it says, I am uh, my journey as a disabled woman living in a non-disabled world. Well, I have conquered living in a non-disabled world for 26 years. I am also a Kona triathlete. Nice. Amazing. Yes. I am a Kona triathlete. Now I'm not saying we, my um, my teammate and I completed Kona, but we attempted Kona. We are the first disabled triathlete, me being disabled, her being fully able bodied. We are the first disabled team, women team ever to to compete in Kona. Wow. And we did the swim fully, and we did the 85 miles on the bike. Wow. I do, I see on your Facebook where you have a picture of Kona wristband, and I see you next to what I think are the the glider photos. And I also see you on a stationary bike. Yep. And uh, yep. Yep. That's that's me in a nutshell. I mean, I um, yes, I keep up with the able-bodied home, and they keep up with me. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and yeah, and what, so I what? am speaking for those who can't speak, I'm giving them hope. I'm giving them there is light at the end of the tunnel 
And I will, once a teacher of disabilities, always a teacher of disabilities. So in terms of teaching all of us who are, are, are handicapped by our own whininess or handicapped by our own woe is me or our own inability to see our own abilities or are disabled by physical or emotional or whatever, what are the different components of staring the monster in the face and saying, you are not going to rob me of what I can be? Well, one of the, one of the things I want to tell your listeners right now is um, after this interview is over, and then I'll get into this, I want you, wherever you guys are, to, I don't care if it's at the grocery store or at the gym, because I do work on an able-bodied gym. I want you to look a disabled person in the eye and speak to them. Perfect. And not speak to their aid, thank you very much. Speak yes. to them. Yes. I say them because disabled people tendencies, even if they can't speak. And it makes you feel like how? And it it drives me nuts when I am with the um, the same old crowd and people are speaking to their aides because they don't think that the abled body, the disabled person gets it, gets what they're saying. And that is public and I win. One of the things that drove my mom nuts is that people would speak to her about me. And I would be right in their shot. And they would, I give you a perfect example, they would say, how old is she? My mom would look at them and say, ask her. (laughs) Ask her. She can speak. And so I want all your listeners today for me to go out there and those who listen after this interview is over to go out there and make a conscious effort to say hello to a disabled person. Beautiful. In other words, break the barrier. Sit there and exactly. see all people. Exactly. Yeah, see, see all people regardless of whatever their circumstances Do are. Do not judge a book by being. its cover. Do not judge a book by its cover. I have mm-hmm. I have learned that in so many respects, and do not, and I'm still learning that, and do not um, judge a book by its cover. Hmm. Instead, just assume that this human being is fully capable of an emotional 
response, and a capacity in one way or another to communicate, to connect. Exactly. Ah, nice. All right, Wynn, that's step number one for all of us. What's step number two that helps people overcome their monsters? Step Step number number two two is Mm -hmm. if you can... um, if you can write it, do it. If you can write a journal, and there's many journaling apps on these phones, write in a journal every single night. I used I Win as my journal. My journal happens to be public. And so I yeah. want people to learn from me on how to write books. And that that being said, I'm happy to speak to anyone who is scared enough to write a book, who is scared and doesn't want to write a book. Anyone, I mean anyone, disabled or non-disabled. Now, what is the benefit of writing your book or books or journal? What what is the empowering benefit? Emotional relief. Hmm. Answer, answer simply, emotional relief. As hmm. my um, as my mom said many times to me, don't take your anger out on people. Take your anger out on your art. And that wow. being said, I'm also a self-taught digital artist. You can find my art on my main website, which is author, win, W-I-N, charles.com. You can also find on zazzle.com through my main website. You can also find it on redbubble.com through my main website. Mm. And so, and I'll speak to that effect on how I do that in a minute. And okay. basically basically I want everyone to write what they're feeling and don't take it out on people. And take it out on your art. Don't take it out on take it out on the art and take it out on the art that you love to do, whether it's um performing art or whether it's um, art, or whether it's writing, or whether... And please don't take it out on Facebook, because Facebook has gotten way too personal. Wow. Thank you very much. So please, I don't want to see any more adult pity parties on Facebook. (laughs) You're laughing because... Yeah, your viewers will probably laugh and be like, whoa, he's caught me now because that's what we all do. That's Um, what we all mm -hmm, do. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And so we mm -hmm. take it out on all Facebooks, and it's like, it gets so annoying when I'm, when I, and I will walk, I will walk beside people. I will help them conquer their own fears. I will 
um, walk beside people. I will talk to them, but I will certainly not rescue people out of their own situations. They have to rescue themselves out of their own pity parties. I can only walk beside them and help them. Perfect. You know, you, on, on your Facebook, you have a lot of very inspirational sentences, statements, quotes. Uh, you believe that easily, which you hope for earnestly. That's one. Uh, you, you, you have a, li- a person here that you say how three authors helped reshape the path of my career, and you're, you're out there saying, okay, folks, this is a little a tidbit, a little emotional moment here. Seize it and move forward in your life. And one of the, the, the sentences I'm looking for, see if I can find it, where you say, you know, you, you can be only balanced and stable when you are moving forward. And I think that that is precisely what you're saying is that, okay, you've got this difficulty, you have got to move forward. Whatever you way yeah. move forward, you have and to move. And those quotes, those quotes are not my quotes. They come off um, brainyquotes.com. And that okay. is how I approach Facebook. And I will be posting my art and posting links to my website. Again, my website is author win, W-I-N, Charles, C-H-A-R-L-E-S, dot com. And you can find all my info on that. I'm also on Skype. I'm also on Google+. Plus. You can contact me through all those avenues. I am nine times out of ten reachable. If you want to set an appointment with me, you can. There's a way of doing that on my website. It comes up as a little box, and you can set appointments with me. And my latest project, you guys, is Women of Wisdom. It's a Google Plus talk show to empower every Mm -hmm. single person on planet Earth from the able-bodied to the disabled to the independent self-published author to the able-bodied that wants to help the disabled to every known demand character out there. And so, um, and I I talk about everything from books to um, to helping the disabled, to helping the abled bodied to. So if you want to approach that one, go to my main website, click on Women of Wisdom, Dot com on Facebook. It's Women of Wisdom with the T-H-E, the call letters C-P. And Beautiful. that's my weekly Google Plus talk show. And I just thought I would throw it out there. For oh, that those is wonderful. Who want to, um, who want more of my wisdom. And as I said, I am working on a view from my hills. 
And I am Leachable by Facebook. And I am Leachable by Google Plus. And I am Leachable by email. And so, yeah. Here we are. So, again, folks, Women of Wisdom with CP. Uh, .weebly.com, or you can actually access that through your primary website, which is, again, author, win, Charles, author, spelled as is, win, W-I-N, and Charles.com. When I first received your email, um, I saw that your book was called I Win, and I thought, oh, that is, that's great. Wait a minute, why is that comma there? And I got very confused. But it's because I... And then your name is Wynn. Do you think it's ironic that your name is Wynn? Uh, no. Meaningful? No. Purposeful? No. Because, <laughs> no, that is um, my grandmother's, my grandmother's name is Winifred. Ah. But she goes by Wynn. And mm. she spells it exactly the same I as I do. So the symbolism of it is, is that it just seems to me like you and your downtimes, and I know you have them, and you and your uptimes, and you and your working hard and fortified and trying to get yourself back being motivated when you're depressed or trying to lift mm-hmm. yourself up when, when, you, when it's hard and things hurt inside, that you have got to remind yourself that, no, I'm going to win this moment. And that's got to be third, yep. the third, yep. the third yep. tool. And if you look at the cover of my book, which is on yes. my website, you yes. will see my artwork on my cover. Oh, that's yours. That is yeah. my artwork. And how I do that is I take digital photography, and photo manipulate it into oil paintings. Oh, and, wow, that's what that is, yes. And so I'm a self-taught digital artist. As of 2007, I founded that company. You can find out more information in IWIN about that company. And then on my front cover, I actually without even thinking about it, put the national color for sale policy on my front cover. Oh, my goodness. Which is what? Which is green. Oh, that's happening. And when when I was doing an interview, someone said, what a pretty cover. And um, the interview in the office, said, what a pretty cover. And I looked at the same cover and didn't even think about it when I was originally designing the cover, um, which I designed on my own. And I said, well, you know what? Now that I think about it, now that this book has been out, now that I think about it, I did that I guess subconsciously because I'm so used to looking at green as a national color for sale the policy. Oh, oh, that is fascinating. And so I I put that as my cover. I didn't realize it had green leaves in it, the white hibiscus 
had green leaves in it. Sure, and so the symbolism of it is right there, right there in front of all of us. So right, right and, there, right there in front of all of us, and that that isn't public. Well, now it is, and that and, will go in. I win too. <laughs> and I, I think also that the symbolism of your name is clearly probably the most motivating and most yes. empowering. Yes. Uh, reminder, every day I have got to win this moment, and yes. it's not going to be necessarily easy or even fun. And that if someone else is whining, there's a part of you that wants to say, just take the E off that word whine and come on, let's win. Yeah. You know, it's just let's go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we've talked, about, we've talked about facing the monster in terms of telling people, go and be personable and connected with people of all sorts people with disability connect directly with them. Secondly, write your feelings down, journal, write, publish, author, but write them because it's a perfect way of expressing yourself. Thirdly, don't take your anger and frustration out on people. Sure, people can be stupid, hurtful, uh, ignorant. And trust me, uh, I, have, I have done it. Trust me, I'm not perfect. I am not perfect. I have none of us dreamed. I have done it, but don't take it out on the people, and don't take it, take it out on people. I think that I think that that doesn't. That you're, I mean, you're saying perfectly. Of course, you're going to be angry at incompetence or people who harm you or people who insult you or don't understand you. Of course, your feelings of anger make complete sense, but yes. to be constructive about anger is going to build you up. And help those yeah. who are willing to be built up by you, because and you have got you. to build yourself up in order to win. Yes, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Yes, that's the that's the point. You have got mm-hmm. to build yourself up in order to win, and I'll leave you with that. <laughs> okay, I'll I do have another very pithy. With that, <laughs> you have okay. got to build yourself up. And empower yourself. And again, mm-hmm. you can contact me through my website and gain more wisdom and more knowledge about my life through my website. And my book is available on Kindle. It's available in paperback on Amazon.com. It's also available on Bonds and Noble Nook. It's also available mm-hmm. on Smashwords. And also YouTube. Let's talk about your many, many videos. I'm looking on your Women of Wisdom with CP. You have many videos of just amazing individuals that are there to inspire. Tell me a little bit more about your YouTube. Well, that project I will get into in um, the next time we talk because I can tell this interview is, there will be another interview based on the view from my hills because oh, I will get into the women of wisdom the next time we talk. Trust me. Okay. And so, and if people want to contact me about that, they are more than welcome to do that. And I would appreciate that if you just are having a bad day, just 
being Cowan. Sometimes when you have bad days, you just want to just calm down. And other days you go out and you fight the good fight, don't you? Yep. 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 Oh, when this has been a privilege on my part, as all of your interviewers, uh, to meet you, to uh, come down to earth with you on this, and then to rise above earth's limitations with you as well. Thank you so much for sharing your struggle and your capacity to defeat it all. Um, Thank you very much. Final words Thank you. your audience, Wynn, or why? Just, just to be in power and live life to the fullest. Got it. Got Whatever it. way you can do it. All right, everybody. Whatever way you want. She's, she's there ready to be in your pocket of, of, many, <laughs> of, of many resources to inspire yes. you. So yes. she's there, and, and that, that touches her heart very deeply. Wynn, thank you so, so much. Have an absolutely fantastic day, Wynn, and Thank all you. of my listeners. Thank you. Best to you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.